Well, good morning, Liani. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Morning. Thank you for having me. Right. So do you want to just tell us a little bit about who you are, where you live, who's in your family? Um, I live in Middleburg. I am married to a very nice, handsome man. Mm-hmm. We've got three little kids. Um, the oldest one is four, the middle one is two, and then I have a baby that's four months old. Oh, um, so you got your hands full. <laughs> I am busy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, do you want to tell us a little about your, uh, about your first pregnancy? Was your baby planned for the first one or...? She was a complete surprise. <laughs> so we planned on getting engaged in December of that year. And um, she decided to make her appearance around May, April, May. I found out I was pregnant and I was shocked because yeah. that was not what we, <laughs> the way we wanted to do it. We wanted to do it the other way around. But um, I was a bit uh, worried about what people would think and about what my dad would think. But um mm-hmm was very supportive and he told me um, a baby is always a blessing so we're not going to stress about it I had lost my mom in 2014 she passed away after seven and a half years of being in a coma so I was worried about how I'm going to do it without my mom that was my biggest concern so my dad and my sister were very supportive and my husband as well and we planned a wedding in a rush because I wanted to be married before she got got here and we had a beautiful morning wedding and then the rest of the pregnancy um, just actually was a dream. I have have very easy pregnancies. Um, I get a little bit nauseous in the beginning and then it's over and then I just eat a lot. (laughs) So (laughs) it was was a very nice pregnancy. I enjoyed being pregnant. Uh, I do... um, I have very big pregnancies, like I get huge. I pick up 30 <laughs> kilograms each time, sure. and um, but I tend to lose it easily afterwards. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I, and then um, I just had a bit of um, pain in my hips and so on. But other than that, a very easy pregnancy. Oh, well, that's, that's and, really great. And it's, it's awesome that everyone is so supportive of you. Um, yes. Yeah. It so, helps a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you fell pregnant and it obviously was a surprise, did you have any idea of like the kind of hospital you were going to go to, the kind of birth that you wanted? Had you thought about that at all? Uh, well, obviously, because I wasn't planning on getting pregnant, that wasn't in my mind at all. But yeah. um, once I was pregnant, I knew I wanted a natural birth because um, my mother was very proud of the fact that she birthed to very big babies naturally. So um, she was always uh, telling people her birth stories. So I knew I wanted a natural birth. Um, And in my mind, that was in a hospital with the doctor. And um, we don't have many options because I'm from a small town. Mm. So I went to see a gynecologist because that's what you do when you have no clue what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I went to go see my gynae and... um, I did a, a, a natural birth with him um, in a hospital, in, in our only hospital that we have here. So, um, but it ended up being a very traumatic um, natural birth. So, um, with the second one, I did do a bit more research um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, I went for the antenatal classes with the first one and everything, but you really need to do a lot more research mm. to know what you want and um, have the right people on your side because I had to battle to get my natural birth. My gynae is known for not doing natural births. He doesn't like it. So um, he was pushing for a, a C-section and mm. it was a battle all the way. So okay. it's, it makes a huge difference if you have the correct support in the type of birth that you want. Yeah. And I didn't have that the first one. Right. Shame. So I ended up having a very traumatic birth. Shame. Well, if you want to, do you want to just take us through then sort of the first signs of going into labor with that first, with your first and how it all unfolded then? With her, I had a lot of interventions. I, um, near the end, she was due on the 16th of January. Um, near the end, it was near Christmas time, uh, New Year's, and I started getting very bad bladder infections, mm -hmm. constant bladder infections. I, I couldn't get rid of it. Um, I ended up in hospital on a, on a drip, antibiotics, to try and get rid of it. And then um, the doctor came after the second time I was in hospital, came and told me that it looks like the placenta is starting to disintegrate. Mm -hmm. um, that was at 38 weeks. He said to me, this baby's ready if you want to um, maybe try induction so she can come a bit earlier so we can stop all this um, in and out of hospital. And I jumped at the chance because I was over it, <laughs> just lying in hospital the whole time and being on a drip and away from my family. So I took the induction and my body was nowhere near ready for her to be born. So um, the induction didn't work. Okay. The first time they gave me little pills, it didn't work. They tried a second time, it didn't work. And then the morning they said to me, well, if this induction doesn't start working, we're going to book you for a C-section. Mm -hmm. And that was my biggest fear. I have a huge fear of being operated on. So I phoned my husband. I said to him, um, I don't know what I'm going to do because they're telling me they want to do a C-section and I'm scared. And my husband burst in there at seven o'clock in the morning and told them, you guys do something now. My wife wants a natural birth. You try something else. And they did. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. um, they did a gel induction that you mm -hmm. insert. Huh. And that actually started working. Okay. And um, I was in labor for about six hours. Mm -hmm. But because it was artificial, I was in a lot of pain. Yeah. So I ended up getting an epidural. Because okay. I was stuck at six centimeters dilated and I wasn't moving. And they started talking about um, booking the theater uh -huh. again. I said to them, please give me epidural because I'm, I can't relax. I'm too stressed. I'm in too much pain. Mm -hmm. And they got the doctor to come and do the epidural. And it worked. Within 20 minutes, I was fully dilated and um, I could start pushing. Okay. But because I had the epidural... Um, I couldn't feel what I was doing mm. and she ended up getting stuck. Mm. They had to take her out with forceps, um, the old fashioned way. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and I, I got a episiotomy as well. They had to mm. cut me to get her out. So when, once she was out, I was in love immediately so that it didn't affect my feelings towards my baby at all. Um, but it was very traumatic for me mm -hmm. having to go through that kind of birth 
and mm. I ended up getting postpartum depression as well. And because of all the drugs I was on for the pain, they took her and um, put her in the baby ward. Mm. And I only saw her later that afternoon when I could actually move and I knew what I was doing. And I ended up not breastfeeding her because she didn't want to latch. So it was such a cascade of interventions Mm. that messed up, you know, the whole experience that I could have had had I known better. So with my, with my second baby, I decided to do a bit better. Yes. I got a, I got a doula and, um, (laughs) which is a godsend. I would say every first time mom needs to get a doula. They, they are amazing. She helped me so much with all my questions and concerns. And every time the same doctor told me, um, yeah, we don't know, you know, the baby's head looks a bit big or whatever. She said, no, don't worry. (laughs) You can do this. You know, she just kept encouraging me and feeding me dates and letting me do exercises. (laughs) So, um, with the second baby, I went into labor naturally on my own um, the day after Christmas 2017. Oh, wow. Very early in the morning, um, five o'clock in the morning, I started feeling contractions and I wasn't sure what it was um, because I I hadn't felt, you know, going into labor on my own yet. Mm. So I was, I I phoned my cousin who lives in Canada because she had two babies naturally as well. I'm like, you know, I'm feeling something. And she said, no, start timing them. And I started timing my contractions and I could see a clear pattern. And I phoned my doula and I said to her, I'm seeing something happening. And she said, okay, she'll, she'll come to our house. And she was here um, within half an hour. And um, I was just sitting chatting on my exercise ball and um, the contractions started getting stronger and stronger. And she put me in a tub full of water and that, um, that helped a bit for the pain mm. and um, <laughs> once I got out of the water nothing could stop the pain it was it was intense contractions it was the the last little bit after the transition that's what I was feeling oh, and I, I said to her, I need to go to hospital and mm. she said no don't you want to stay at home a bit longer um, I said no I, I need to go to hospital and um, I was thinking in the back of my mind, I'm going to get an epidural once I get there. <laughs> you, know, cause you, you get so desperate to get rid of the pain. Um, but she was so good at reminding me to breathe because I hold my breath. I get quiet during a contraction. Okay. And she was saying, breathe. And it helped so much. And the counter pressure that she provided. And when we went to the hospital, Um, My husband pulled up and they got the wheelchair and she was running with me um, to the maternity ward and my husband went to park the car. We got up to the maternity ward and the nurse said, okay, get on the bed. Let's check you. And when she checked, I was 10 centimeters dilated. She said to me, you could have had this baby at home. (laughs) (laughs) And they ran to get the doctor and they found my husband because he was at reception just filling in paperwork and all that stuff, <laughs> taking his time. And um, <laughs> they ended up calling him and he ran up when he got there. He was all sweaty and he just, he was just in time. He just yeah, saw really. her being born. 
And um, I felt the ring of fire for the first time I, that I wasn't expecting that. That that was a surprise. <laughs> so, and I ended up getting one little stitch. Okay. So no tears or anything. It was actually, it was so much better than the previous time. Oh. I was in labor for a total of four hours from when I started feeling contractions to when she was born. It was very quick nice and, and very intense. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so proud of myself. It was completely different. Mm. And um, my sister was there and she was taking pictures of us afterwards. It was just, it was so much better. Oh, so nice. with the with our third little one, um, the first two were girls. With mm-hmm. the third one, um, he was also a surprise. Mm. Um, <laughs> with him, um, we were actually sleeping over at my dad's house one night, us and the girls. And my daughter, the youngest one, was about six months old. And I was dreaming of my mom. And she was walking down the hallway with three children. And they were all three of them were mine. Oh. And I'm like, but we only have two and I only want two. So I said to my husband when I woke up, my mom showed me three babies. And he said, no, but we've only got two and we only wanted two. And when I fell pregnant with him, I knew this was the baby she was showing me. Oh, that's amazing. And he was, it, it was so amazing. And he was a little boy and we were very excited. And so I went to the same gynae and I said to my husband, this is our last little baby because we decided we don't want any more kids. Mm. Um, I want to do it differently. I want to do the water birth that I wanted from the beginning because I did want a water birth um, with the first ones. But because we stay in such a small town, there's no options. Mm. And then driving that far, I was worried about the drive. I don't want to have my babies next to the highway or yeah. something, you know, end up in the news for having a baby yeah. in the car. So I said to him, um, maybe we must try it. Let's just go see a midwife because I don't feel like pushing to have my natural birth again. Yeah, I don't feel like convincing someone of what yeah. I want. I yeah. want support, you know. Mm. So we went to Pretoria to a midwife there and she's got a birthing center, um, her own birthing center at her house with the tub and everything it looks like a hotel room and i could um i could bring my daughters with they could actually be there during the birth and everything i said to him this is what i want Mm. so um, we started seeing her and then um the lockdown happened yeah so he was due he was due on the 6th of april okay um and I started feeling something happening end of March, middle March. Mm-hmm. I started feeling very uncomfortable and I I kept thinking I was in labor and then, you know, it was a bladder infection or something. Mm. And then at some point on the 26th of March, I contacted her. I said to her, listen, I see in the news it's going to be locked down. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do because how am I going to drive to you? You're not allowed to drive into into provincial. Yeah. How am I going to get to you? Hmm. And she said, no, you're allowed to drive. I said, but I don't want to end up in roadblocks when I'm in labor. Yes. And she said to me, <laughs> just come through. Let's have a look at what's happening. Maybe, you know, um, 
if you're ready, we can do a stretch and sweep if something's, you know, happening. Yeah, something's starting. So we drove through at one in the afternoon and um, we got there and she checked and I was three centimeters dilated. Okay. So there was, I was definitely starting to yes, go into like that. Yeah. Um, she did the stretch and sweep and um, which was surprisingly not painful. It was just a bit uncomfortable. The way she did it, it wasn't sore at all. I was expecting worse. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she told us to go, you know, walk around a bit. We went to the garden center and went to walk around a bit. And then the contractions started. I could start feeling them as I was walking. I had to stop. Okay. Um, so that was about four in the afternoon. Okay, they started. So the and sweep worked then. <laughs> It worked, yes. <laughs> By the time we got back to her at half past six, um, the contractions were um, really intense. Mm -hmm. So she checked me and I was about six centimeters dilated. So I put on my hypnobirthing tracks that I have um, and we just sat and drank tea and chatted and um, I was breathing through my contractions and the lights were low. It was very calm. My sister, in the meantime, had done a doula course. So she was um, rubbing me with essential oils and oh, lovely. <laughs> providing counter pressure and taking pictures because she's a photographer as well. Yes, yeah. And um, my girls were lying on the couches with the phones watching videos. And there was another doula there as well, um, massaging my back. It was very laid back, sort mm. of a romantic kind of vibe you know yeah yes very calm mm. and uh, she went out and when she came back a bit later um she said I was about eight centimeters and they filled the tub I got in the tub the water helped a lot for the pain as well to help me relax and everything and then the contractions were starting to get really intense that was another transition as well <laughs> where you can't even yeah nothing you do makes you comfortable <laughs> i was trying to move and nothing nothing was working yeah. so i knew it was close i knew it's almost time mm. and at some point i said to her can't i push it i want this baby out <laughs> he needs to come now i'm tired of this pain <laughs> and um she said yes, you're ready, you can push. And then I started pushing. I think I pushed three times and he was out. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I was so excited to see him. He was such a beautiful little boy. Oh. Um, Did you we have beautiful him? babies. <laughs> <laughs> Did I? Did you catch him when he was born or did the midwife catch him or your husband? No, she caught him okay. because he actually, I think that, his shoulder got stuck on the way out. So she maneuvered him quickly okay. and he came out and then um, she had to take the cord off his neck. Okay. And then she lifted him up and oh. she gave him to me. Did you know and, he was um, a boy? Had you found out? The yes. Oh, okay. Yes, we found out before. Um, and uh, my husband was so excited for having a little boy. Oh. And he, he cut the cord. And then I gave him to my husband and he did skin to skin with him on the bed while I was getting out of the tub and everything. And she checked and I didn't even have a little tear or anything, no stitches needed. 
Wonderful. No trauma to my body. <laughs> Wonderful. He was born. He was born six minutes after nine in the evening. Wow. So at twelve o'clock that night would be lockdown. Wow. So we we lied on the bed. Um, we did some breastfeeding and the golden hour. Spent some time together. Mm. I got up, got dressed, and we drove home. So three hours after that's he was amazing. born, I was at home in my own bed. Oh, that's so it wonderful. Completely different to the yeah, first one. <laughs> and did you also birth the placenta naturally? You didn't need any, um, did you need the needle in the leg or did it just come out? No, no it came out naturally. Oh, okay. And um, I got to see it for the first time with the other two in the hospital. They took it away and I never got to see. So she brought it and she showed me what the placenta looks like. Yeah, and my sister absolutely. could photograph it and everything, which is also amazing, you know, seeing the placenta, the thing that kept the baby alive for so long. Yeah, so it was good. amazing having having the kind of birth that I wanted. I'm very glad I had the mm -hmm. third, you know, that third chance to yeah. do it right. Mm -hmm. So you came full circle from your first to your third. They decided all the later. different kinds. <laughs> I did everything but the C-section. So I've got a bit of experience in the, in the different in the types of, yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. And then, so obviously you had just had your baby and then it was lockdown. So was this period of lockdown with your newborn, was it quite nice to just sort of be in your baby bubble? How's that sort of been? It's, it's actually been wonderful. I said to my husband, you know, if I'd known it would be like this, I would have done it with the first two as well. Mm. You know, there's no guests bothering you. And yeah. especially if you're breastfeeding, it sort of interrupts mm. you all the time. And they want to constantly breastfeed when they're so small. Mm. So I, I had to keep ducking to my room or trying to cover myself because you don't want your dad seeing yeah. Yeah. anything necessarily, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, um, or your father-in-law, yeah. that would be very awkward. So we had no guests, which is actually a bit sad because I haven't met him yet. Yes. But right. on the other side, you know, I've got to spend so much time with him, just cuddling and, you know, sitting around and breastfeeding. And he gained his body weight back so quickly because he was constantly drinking. Oh. So he's a, he's a big little boy. Um, <laughs> Because he can drink whenever he wants, you know. <laughs> oh, shame. That's so sweet. So, so your, first I've enjoyed one, it. I've enjoyed your first one was formula fed, and then you managed to breastfeed your, your last two. Yes. Okay. The, the first one I did, um, I did try and breastfeed her. I got, um, my cousin tried to help me and so on, um, she, and she just wouldn't latch. Mm. She would latch now and then, and then not at all. So I ended up expressing milk for her okay. um, until it dried up. I just wanted to give her as much as I could because I know yeah. how good it is for them. Yeah. So I gave her for the first three months, I combined um, breast milk and formula, and then my milk dried up completely, and she was formula fed. But okay. the second one, because of my doula, I could breastfeed because she was supporting me and she was helping me. She was physically there um, showing me how. So her, I breastfed for 19 months until I fell pregnant with her brother. And then she didn't want to drink anymore. She oh, yeah. Now she's done. But your milk, the taste can actually change once you become pregnant. And then yeah. they, 
they kind of get over it. Yes, she yeah. just she tried to drink and then she went claw. <laughs> she got up and she left, and I was a bit sad. Yeah, but um, luckily um, at that point she was um, drinking from a bottle as well because she was going to daycare from four months old. Okay. So she was sort of used to doing both. Um, so I didn't end up with uh, engorged breasts or anything. Okay. I was just feeding her in the okay. afternoons. Yeah, so it was actually an easy transition. Okay. And then with the third one, um, they don't even tell you to bring bottles or formula or nothing. There's no such option there. Mm-hmm. You just breastfeed and that's yeah. it. And he latched immediate, immediately. And it's, it's been a very easy journey actually with him. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And um, so, yeah, if you have any other things you want to add or any other resources that you found helpful, we can definitely um, uh, put Lin- uh, Lindy's info um, in this episode for the photography. And, and um, is she practicing as a doula yet or is she just doing her photography? She's, um, she still needs to do a few births. I know they, they need to do a couple before okay. they can start you know, but she she's done the course and everything. She just needs to attend births now. But with the COVID thing, yeah. they're not allowed in hospital. Yet. But she did attend my birth, and then um, hopefully once this blows over, she can carry on because she, mm. you know, she's very knowledgeable mm. and she uh, she reads up a lot and yeah. she she actually helped me a lot through okay. everything. Well, definitely so, put her info in there. In the, yes, um, but the, the the photography um, is another thing that I didn't have with the first one. Hmm. I have only one picture of me with her. You know, it's not something that the dad usually thinks about. Mm. Um, I end up taking all the pictures and he, he sort of forgets. And um, with the second one, when she came in and she took the pictures, I saw how beautiful it was. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend that to any mom, you know, get pictures because it's, it's fresh in your memory. It never goes away from your memory, but seeing the pictures, seeing what you look like and what you experienced, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, it brings tears to my eyes seeing how my babies were born and everything. Oh. It's something that you can never get back. So I would recommend that to any new mom, get pictures. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, that's so wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your stories. They were also different and and the last two were particularly wonderful, but um, it's great that you learned from your first birth exactly what you wanted and, and you were able to have people in place to advocate for you and and support you yes. through those last two. But it sounds like you have little babies. We'll have to see some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely will send you some. Yes. I do have gorgeous babies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Um, If you feel like you have said everything you need to, then um, I think we're good to go. Yes, no, I think I've said everything. Um, I think the most important thing for any new mom is get the right support, get your team that you want on your side. And, um, you know, especially from your husband's side and your family Mm -hmm. and so on, get the support you need and your healthcare providers. Get someone who's, who's... got the same idea that you have um, that you don't have to convince because 
it does make you feel guilty when you're trying to birth a baby and this is sort of not what they wanted. Yeah. You don't want that stress on you. You're going through enough. Get the right support. Yeah. It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time thank to come on and share your story. Oh, that was an experience. I'm glad I can share because I've got all this experience. It's great that yes, I can use do. it in some way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's needed. We need to get more positive stories out there. Yes, it's very <laughs> important. Well, thank you so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed that wonderful story from Liani. If you would like to see more pictures of her and her beautiful babies, then you can just go to our website, southafricanbirthstories.co.za. Thank you for listening.